Hello, my name is Lauren, but you probably know me as Catherine Ross. I'm here to let you know that if you love our content and want to feel the same dread, terror, and jubilation that I do, then make sure to check out Lurking Fears when you head out to your next convention. With a great group of professional storytellers, Lurking Fears is able to weave stories that will haunt you and take you to the very edge of madness, which is something I know a little bit about. Now, while specializing in Call of Cthulhu, Lurking Fears also runs games from a variety of other systems, so there's something for everyone. They're committed to running heavy RPG adventures that are driven by the narrative and, of course, by the player's choices. So, check out their Facebook page and follow them to keep on top of which con they'll be hosting games at next. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. Now, let's get back to the action and see what our Keeper Raz has in store for us. But, if history has taught us anything, probably going to be bad news. This episode is sponsored by our Patreon subscribers. Thank you so much for your continued support. If you're not a member yet, you can join our Patreon for as low as $1 per month to support the cast and crew of the Bardic College. Unlock bonus content featuring your favorite players, get exclusive access to shows you can't find anywhere else, and even get a chance to have Raz run a game of your choice. Visit us online at patreon.com slash thebardiccollege. You're listening to a 7th edition Call of Cthulhu podcast titled Cthulhu in Cairo, brought to you by the Bardic College. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to the show to receive notifications as our future episodes release. You can visit us on Facebook at the Bardic College. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of your favorite Cthulhu in Cairo show, entitled Cthulhu in Cairo. That's why it's your favorite, right? So uh, I'm Raz, and I'm joined by the whole team. It's great to have all of us back. It's been a little while since we've been on the mic. You really haven't seen much of a break because we record these in advance. But um, when we last left off, as you remember, oh, wait, we do. We have Vadim here, so we really can't tell you what you remember. We have to tell you what Vadim remembers. Vadim, let's start with you tonight. We'll jump right into the action. Wonderful. You are on a gurney, and you are looking down, down the hill where you approached what you thought was only a few hours ago, the cabin of the gentleman who referred to himself as Mika. The cabin is there. The lights are out. That doesn't seem normal. It doesn't seem right to you. You're not sure why. You're also not sure why exactly you're on a gurney. Your friends are carrying you. And in your hand, you're holding the head of a small doll. They are looking down at you. And you can see that Catherine is bandaged up on her side. Um, she's been, there's been, there's bleeding. Uh, it's soaked through some of her clothing a little bit. Um, they look a little bit worse for wear. They've been trudging you through the snow on a gurney and have arrived at this cabin that to you obviously is holds this terrible memory of a of an event where you met Mika and were told that Karina may have maybe gone from this world. And he definitely alluded to that, that she was gone and that you needed to choose faces for memories of two unborn children that you didn't know she was pregnant with when she left you several years ago to go into hiding. When the situation ended for your teammates, you were screaming, but she's dead. And holding this child's face by the by its hair and shaking it because it had been in your pocket. That's sort of where we we'll, where we are. So how 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 am I feeling? Am I uh, am I feeling like injured or just you know coming out of a sleep? Do you do you feel around yourself? Do you kind of try to or just a phys- just a sense of your person? Is that what you're looking for? Yeah, because I would say my my instinct would be to jump up off the gurney like immediately. You're groggy. You're a little bit out of um, just not your your head's fuzzy. Uh, you are you don't 
your legs and arms are moving. It's not like anything's not working. Uh, but you definitely surprise everyone when you sit up. I mean, Catherine has a look of absolute shock. Ella nearly drops. She nearly drops one side. Jack kind of looks relieved. But everyone has this expression of like, wow, you're back. You're here. Feeling groggy. I, I kind of, you know, trying to sit up and then, you know, feeling like the pressure and pain in my head or, or you know, I kind of fall back down. And I, uh, I just, I just, you know, I'm, I, you know, what is going on? What's. Oh, goodness. Vodum Hunt. Stop the, stop the presses, everybody. Okay. Hi, Vodum. We're in the snow. Um, can you tell me what year it is, Hunt? Jeez, you, you're up way too quick. How's your head? What? You what? took a nasty <laughs> tumble. A wolf hit you in the chest. You smacked your head in the back of the car. Right into the bumper. Eggs got scrambled, honey. I really thought you were dead for about five seconds. Oh, 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 what? With the 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 cabin, we we uh, where's where's the cabin? We I I left you in the cabin. You were you were warm eating stew. No, darling, we have not been warm for quite some time. And uh, if you're talking about a cabin, well, that over there is where we're headed. And I look over towards where where Ella's gesturing. It's the same exact cabin. Only it's dark. That that is it. That's that's cabin. It's it uh, is it looks it looks like uh like nobody's there, but it was there. Lights were on. We we met a man. Uh okay. I dig in my medical bag and I get a light out and I'm checking his You ha- you you're still getting symptoms of a concussion. Yes, there was a cabin and a man. Mm. When he says that, I go, What did the man look like? He, he, he was no man. He was, he was something, something, uh, I can't explain. He, he took me, uh, showed me things. He, he told me things. They can't, they, they cannot be. This, this, this cannot be. That cannot be the place. Well, I can tell you that that cabin belonged to some hunter friends that we had a little bit of trouble with the other night. It's very interesting that you mentioned things that, cannot be true. What were you talking about? Ella, he's concussed. He's- his- his eggs scrambled. Clearly this experience has harrowed him. Let him explain. I have memory. I have yeah, memory. Yes, near-death harrows. I, no, 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 no. This is not fuzzy. I remember everything. We approached cabin. Light was on. Fire was burning. Stew was cooked. We sat down. We ate. This man approached us, came back, felt welcoming. Did not feel right, but- did not feel wrong either. He went outside. I followed him. He took me uh, to to a place around here in the woods, uh, right here. Should be, but it was dark place. It was filled with, with with sorrow and children. Perhaps it was one of those spirit journeys the natives talk about, where you go on a trip in the mind, but your body does not. No, those are stories my grandmother told me. They are for, to keep kids from running out in the dark and being irresponsible. They are not real. Y- yes, but you're here with us, and we have not journeyed to the cabin yet. We have not met this man you talk of, and I certainly have, have not had have the there, we, we must have been there. It has, uh, and, and I described the cabin as we walked in, you know, the, the fireplace to the left, where the table was. I start describing the layout and what's in the cabin. Keeper, are there any footprints between us and the cabin, or is it clean snow? No, remember, they, they claimed they had been out for a few days tracking the wolves. Um, so there, there was nothing ahead of us as far as footsteps? 
Nothing that you see, Jack. No. You want to go ahead and give me a roll for spot hidden? Ooh. Yes, that is that is a uh, a hard success. You're the time of day. Remember, it's almost dusk uh, by the time you reach the cabin, and uh, you're looking around up here on the hill to the approach that went down. Uh, you're probably about. 40 yards from the cabin, 120, 160 feet, somewhere around there. But near the base of the cabin itself, there are where the snow from the eve and everything hasn't come down quite as heavy uh, around the door. You're already seeing that there may be tracks up there. There's definitely been some sort of activity around the door. But nothing nothing between us and the cabin that would would speak to what he's talking about, that we had been to the cabin previously. You see nothing like that. Vadim, look before you. There are no tracks between us and the cabin. We have not been there yet. That is fresh, powdered snow. Jack, I tell you. I tell you as, 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 as much as I can tell you the moment I met you. The conversation we had, the words we shared, the look on your face. I can tell you now. I've seen that cabin. I've been in that cabin. We have been in that cabin. He says that as he's shaking a doll's head. Darling, what is that in your hand? Yeah, it's that's icky, creepy. Vodum looks down at his hand and says, "He, he starts shaking. It is, it is, it's the forest. It is the forest of the children. The, the dolls were everywhere, and and it is here. I, I took it. I did not want to take it. I did not want to hear it. Uh, what he had to say. Who, darling? And he's the man. The man from the cabin." He Man called in himself the cabin. Didn't give you a name? Mika. Mika. Called himself Mika. But I doubt that was his name. This man was something. He showed me things. Tell us what he looked like. Is it possible that he was one of the men that we killed out in the out in the snow the other night that attacked us? Is it possible he was one of them? I describe Mika in detail. You know, those are the things that Vadim always remembers, you know, as in his job, you know, when he meets people, he sees people. It's always the characteristics, the physical characteristics and mannerisms. He takes all of that down into personal inventory and he describes it back to Jack in detail. Jack, um, it could be the gentleman. I mean, it doesn't sound quite as big as that guy, but I mean, the general overall description could have been the main trapper that you met on, you know, that approached the road with his five or four cohorts and, and, and tried to lay ambush for the truck. Right. The gunfight that occurred. Vadim, you, you're moving around. Are, is everyone trying to get him inside? I mean, it is colder. That yeah, was, we should, we should that was Catherine's keep sure. moving. next. That, yeah. that was, you know, Catherine would want to get the patient out of the cold. But also, he's now saying that that's a creepy cabin where something with dolls and kids. Is that not a place with, like, I mean, I want to get out of the, you know, snow as much as anyone. But should we be going in there? How about... Jack and I go ahead, scout the cabin, make sure there are no friends with guns waiting for us, or, and I look at the doll head and I go, or creepy severed doll heads. Um, we can go. Jack, do you want to go? Should I come along yes, in case there me. is doll heads? I've been shot in the leg. How about one healthy person stays behind with me and scrambles? Yes, Ella, please stay with the gimp and I will go out with Faye and we'll gimp. find our way down. I, I'm sorry. Perhaps, perhaps I misspoke. It is a common term where I come from. You, you are lame at the moment. So, in a sense, but we love you so much, and you are yes. still so pretty. Yes, and, and that's and, what matters. Well, I'm not sure I would have put it that way, but yes, yes, you will get better. You will get better, dear. I've been shot in the leg, Vadim. Are you okay? Yes, I, I was shot in the arm, but nobody seems to care. 
I was shot in the thigh. My, actually, I was attacked by wolves in the thigh. That was when Vadim got wounded. Yeah. Fell back on the truck. Ella, were you hurt? I shot someone in the ear. Yeah, that doesn't count. It wasn't you. All right, Jack, let's go scout the cabin. <laughs> I hit up to the truck, unlike the rest of you. I was protecting Vadim. Vadim, you, if, recall to me when the last, when you were here, which were the two people that approached the cabin first, in your recollection? Faye, Faye and Vadim approached Faye the cabin. All right, but now you see Jack going down with Faye. So you get this sort of moment of trepidation as you kind of move around. You feel something in your left pocket of your jacket. I, I reach in and pull out whatever I'm feeling. It's the it's almost an identical but with slightly fatter cheeks, but same look as if it was a boy to a girl. You have the second doll. I yell out for uh, for Jack and Faye to stop. I immediately halt. I stop and, and turn. And sort of pull my rifle up as if something is going to attack them. He, Vadim starts struggling, foggy head, aching muscles, whatever the issue. He, he starts struggling to get out of the, out of the, the gurney, stand up. No, absolutely and, and, not. And it's... now he has both of these little doll heads clutched one in either hand. Uh. I'm going to grab Jack's sleeve and just kind of pull him towards you, seeing you get up like this. He's like, he starts, no, no, we, not again. We must not go there. No, this, this is bad place. This is, this is bad place. There is no good here. Vadim, what the hell is wrong with you? We're freezing. We got to go. There's nothing in there. There's no fire. There's no light. It's okay. Just, just let us go and see for ourselves. Have those been in your pocket this whole time? What the hell? You've got two? These have not been in my pockets. They were given to me here. They were given to me by by something dark, something... We have never looked in his pockets, let's truth be told. Do we always look through people's pockets that Maybe join our we group? Should start. Maybe we should start. No, perhaps we should not start. That seems a bit rash. Ella approaches him like he's a startled deer, and she's like, Vadim, I understand. I believe you. Ella, yes, you, you would. You, you would. I believe you, darling. This doesn't bode well. Which lends total credibility to this story right now. You you, you can know. And and Vadim, Vadim starts like reaching for Ella. He's like, do it. What do you want me to do? Do you want me to read these? What, whatever you do, I've, I do not know, but this is... Is it possible, Ella, to, to see his memories, to see where he's been? I I feel bad for the chap. I believe that his mind has been taken on a journey of some sorts. By what, I do not know, because my Russian demonology course was unfortunately unfinished when I had to go on my little trip. But I can read these, if that is all right with you, because clearly this has shaken you. But if I, if I tell you what I see, please do not feel angry with me. I can only tell you what I see. You will see what I have seen. I will not be angry. I'm going to... Hold your hand and the doll heads in one. So, well, actually, should we wait to do this in the warm? I find I would do much better in candlelight or something. You know, draw the energy. Yes, but I, I think taking him to the cabin right now might be, you know, problematic for him. So would you like me to gather wood for a fire here? I can hold a flashlight under your chin. Darling, That's a flashlight is a little too disconcerting. modern, but thank you. I'm just trying to be supportive. Yeah, you know what, Jack? Um... Let's go get wood for firewood because, quite frankly, I'm creeped out, and normally Catherine's the one that's creeped out. Um, I, I'm, oh, I, I'm trying to, you know, when 
patients come to me with head injuries and concussions, you treat them nicely. I'm trying to be kind here. <laughs> also, Catherine, pain Catherine, meds. for all those lis- for all those listeners, is this really your nice? <laughs> <laughs> What's I'm not frightened nice about for me her right warm now? and fuzzy. I am frightened for her warm and fuzzy. Truly. What? Okay. So I've I Ella, feel that have... I've been very warm. Also, let's keep in mind, listeners, she has a big chunk missing out of her thigh. There are many kinds of fun chemicals coursing through my body. Yes, Catherine has been generous with herself. Yes, <laughs> physically generous. <laughs> That's perfect. No, it came out totally wait, wrong. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> The shapely so, spinster uh, has not been generous with her physical self, okay? <laughs> She's been Ella, a bit too you, free with herself. <laughs> Ella, what is your... Tell me what you're going to anchor onto. Are you anchoring onto Vadim or the head of the or the doll's heads? Um, normally she'd want to like have both in her grasp to get a full picture because the more personal connection would be the better. But if you can't tell me I can't do that, that's fine and I'll pick. I can give you both, but you're going to get less of. You're going to get a little of each one, and they're going to get jumbled. Can I? Can I say one quick thing? As Ella's reaching towards Vadim, he leans into her and, like, right up next to her, you know, in her ear. Oh. And he whispers, and he's because he's he's so self conscious. He doesn't. It's like he doesn't want to say it out loud, but um, but he sees her as the only one that could help him, and he says, "These are the." These are the the vestiges of my unborn children. As he's clutching the doll's faces, she her face doesn't show the expression mine is right now. Um, she's being like very like stern faced, keeping her cool, and she goes, "What do you want me to focus on? Do you want me to prove your memory is real, or do you want me to find out what happened to them?" They are the only thing that matters. Then I think you should stand back. He does what she says. She has both heads in each hand, one in each hand. It, it sounds disturbing, but it's like crystal balls or something. <laughs> I don't know. She's holding them like up right by her shoulders. She kind of looks around seeing who's willing to do this, but she has. She kind of has to turn to Faye and go, Faye, I need you to write down everything that I'm about to say. Yep. No, uh, no, no problem at all. I'm digging through my bag. Um, I look at Jack. She's got a bunch of firewood in her hand. Finally, she's like... <laughs> Okay, no problem at all. Let me just Jack's drop this Jack's not going to do Jack. it, and Catherine doesn't like my woohoo, and Vodum can't because this is very traumatizing. Nope, that's all right. I, I look at Jack, and I go, hey, you know, I, I've you're got strong. It's all right. I've got You'll be fine. Yeah. All right. I strap Great. my, my the rifle on my help. back, and I head off. Okay, Jack's no, I can. You don't like wood. my voodoo shit. <laughs> uh, no, I meant gathering sticks. Oh, well, that makes more sense. I'll drag my carcass about. <laughs> I'm going to... Uh, <laughs> that's so dramatic. Just, I'm... Si- <laughs> <laughs> if anybody could drag their own carcass, it would be Catherine. Absolutely. <laughs> wound. It's so dramatic. We have all been wounded. It's- I actually haven't, except for bumping my face off the mountain on the de- on the descent. I've literally only been like, you know, what about the form- what about the formaldehyde situation when you fell? That was just the vomit. Ella, what are you getting? What are you doing? Faye is now at my side. Bottoms looking across from me. I do my thing with my clairvoyance. I really fo- make a roll. I really focus on their features, trying to see if I can discover where they're where they're at. Okay, so Ella, I'm gonna have to do this interpretation for you. Okay, but look at that. It's a two hard success. Uh, critical? critical. Yeah. Critical. All right. So let me roll for how many you burn. Okay, three magic points. Okay. 
That brings me down to a whopping eight. Faye, she's focusing, focusing, focusing. Ella, you feel incredible pain in your stomach. Your abdomen just crunches. Yeah, you're in excruciating pain. The smell of iron is near you, um, all around you now. Vadim, you see her kind of almost double over, but she's clutching onto the bait, the two dolls, features, the heads. She's not letting them go. And then, Ella, this is this is sort of a shadow comes looming, just like growing out of the ground. Just this massive shape, about seven and a half, eight feet tall. This is not for you. Not for you. And are, you get Is everyone slammed. else seeing this? Nope. Okay. <laughs> you just are standing there. You're, you're scrunching in pain and you get driven into the snow. Make a dexterity check to hold on to the dolls. Oh, God. <laughs> channel your inner fay, baby. Channel your inner fay. And bottom. Channel your inner bottom, baby. Okay. That is uh, 35. I'm not not a hard success, but it's a, it's a success. So, Catherine, you hear a crunching face screams out, what the hell? Jack kind of looks back. Ella's on the ground. She's being dragged through the snow. You have no right. You have no right. Catherine throws herself onto Ella and is like, no! And is trying to, you know, instinct yeah. in the moment, like, fuck you, whatever's grabbing my friend. Faye is also going to pile on. Yeah. Jack drops the wood that he was gathering and bolts at high speed. Into where? To back. You mean the woods? No, back to the... <laughs> Back to going on back to back to Ella. Okay, so yeah, everyone's trying to hold on to Ella. Ella, you you have this sense that you're being you're being tugged, and you can feel hands grabbing onto you. You 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 hear way distant. Ella, no, what the hell? Let her go. It's like you hear all this stuff going on, but it's really sort of on the edge of your periphery. And now your body gets yanked into the air about two feet off the ground, as if. Something is pulling and they're pulling back and you feel your spine stretching. You feel your legs torquing. They're just pulling so hard, but so is it. You had no right to look. This was not for you. He wanted me to see. He gave me his permission. Blood starts coming out of her mouth as her head snaps to the left. She's been slapped. Ella take four points of damage and you feel that that blow was pulled. You feel like that could have been a lot harder, but it still felt like a sledgehammer. Is she still holding the baby heads? Yep. Not letting go. And she's in the air? She's in the air and her head snaps to the side and blood runs down her mouth as if she's physically just been punched. Catherine is grabbing onto her, like, by the waist, like, whatever she can grab onto. Put him down! Just put him down! Faye is, like, her legs are wrapped around her and her arms are wrapped around her, kind of like a spider monkey trying to just put all of her weight to keep her on the ground. All your five foot two? <laughs> all my five foot, thank you very much. She And she still has those dolls in her hand, right? Yeah. Um, as far as I know. Everyone go ahead and make a, you know, make a check. Sanity check. Sanity oh, check. good God in heaven. What even is my sanity? <laughs> Hope probably going to be a little less after this, Gem. Ooh. Oh yeah. That no, is take a it. Take it from two. me. <laughs> Vodum is two. okay. <laughs> Vodum, you have just entered into the realm of the occult and you are perfectly fine. Catherine, no. Not a critical fail, Catherine, but no. I have five also points. bombed it. Not a critical bomb, but a bomb nonetheless. Faye, two. Jack, you made your sanity check. I made my sanity check, yeah. How? Alright, so the How? The guy Because my sanity's eighty. Every newbie has got better sanity than the two of you, just so you know. Of course. (laughs) Eighty? Eighty. Well, I I have not been exposed to the level of fuckery that you have yet. Yeah, you're damn right. Give it time. 
Yes. I hope not. Adam, you were going to say something? Uh, if we are physically on, around, you know, pulling on her or what have you, Vadim tries to grab the uh, grab his doll heads back from her, see if he can wrest them from her hand. I am taller than you and two feet in the air. True. The two feet in the air flat. Yeah, you're horizontal. You're, 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 oh, you're horizontal okay. as they're pulling you. Oh, you're being right. tug-of-war. Something is tug-of-war. Great. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. I thought I was like upright, like exorcist shit. No. Two feet. You're being pulled like, mm-hmm. like a rag doll being yanked. Like if you took a raggedy Ann and Andy between two boys and the girls were on the side screaming, don't hurt it. And they're pulling the dolly apart. Yeah. Quick question. Where yep. Faye and Catherine are, they were saying they were on Everybody, her legs and things. So Everybody's on Ella. So are they feeling any of this tugging no. as well? No. For To them, she's just floating in the air. They can yep. feel that her body's being pulled, but they can't. No, but nobody exactly. sees the shadow. Nobody knows what I'm looking at. And Like she's the rope in a tug of war. And she, her body feels, Ella, take another three points of damage. You feel like you are being torn in half. Your friends are not, I mean, they're slipping in the snow, but this thing is absolutely relentless if you're going to keep trying to channel this thing. I dive on her and body hug her. Completely wrap myself around her to sort okay. of try to try to protect her. And 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 I and and he screams, "No, get off of her. You fiend. Get away." Maybe I take them back. Maybe they never were here. That's what you're hearing, Ella. Maybe I take them back. Maybe they never were here. Vadim, you start to see the 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 finish on your son's the, the doll that was supposed to represent your son, some of the finish on his cheek is starting to crack and the paint, the veneer is going away. You know, he's he's right there. He's he's reaching and trying yep. to wrest them out of her hands. And he's like, he starts screaming, no, I must have them back. Give them back. Let them go. Ella, he's asking to let them go, but you hear it far off. If you're going to fight him, you're going to have to make uh, strength checks. And if someone's going to have to, it's opposed. So you'll, the best, best, it, so if you... If your strength's a 50 and his is a 60 and he rolls a 40, but you roll a 10, you have a crit and it's a better percentage of the of that 40 or 50, then you win. It's it's based on opposition. I'm only going to say this before. Now I figured out what he wants to do. He, I'm screaming this, but I'm not going to scream into the mic. He needs to know you exist. He needs to know the truth. He's not a believer yet. You hold the truth. That does not make it easier to accept, but he will see me. He saw you. None of us did. Believe me when I say I want to convey your message. You fall to the ground. It, it lets go of you. It's, but you feel it's still near. Everybody's on top, pile on the rabbit. They all collapse onto the snow. <laughs> so we, we, we all drop. What the hell? Vadim yeah. is fighting you for the doll heads, Ella. Do I look at them? Are they still like deteriorating? The, the sun's looks like it's been like your nails have dug into it and, and flexed some of the paint, flexed some of the veneer. Some of the hair has been really pulled to the, so it's, it's no longer, you know, pristine. It's like a doll that's been abused by a child. It's starting to look like yeah. it's out of, it's just getting older and it's not as in, you know, this is not good, you know, for you. I mean, and him, he's probably doesn't, Adam doesn't want them to look like that, but this, it's not, don't get me wrong. This is not destroyed. It's just, if you keep pressing this, they may go away. Knowing that and seeing the devastation, she whispers to the thing, like she tries to move her head in its direction and goes, Mika, forgive my, forgive my impertinence. He just wants to know it all. You feel something ominous closing distance with you again. Let go of the dolls. I whisper into Ella's ear. Let it go, whatever it is, for God's sake, let it go. 
Separate yourself. Come back to us. Come back to us, Ella. It's not worth your life. If she's letting go of the dolls. Yep, she does. Vadim is like grabbing them and kind of kind of backs away from the group and, you know, kind of holds them close to him as he's watching Ella. Vadim, you hear. They were for you, Vadim Gavrilov. They were only for you. And Vadim whispers, I'm so sorry. No one must see into the woods. No one must know I'm here. Only those who need me know. We will not speak again. And it fades. Ella's eyes kind of roll back to the front. She's got blood in her mouth. She's kind of contorted and she goes, Uh, I appreciate the love and devotion, but could you get off me, please? You're on top of me, so you better move off of me. Catherine shoves off of her, like, God damn it! Uh, Jack just continues to hold her, looks her, like, from inches away from her face, going, So you're all right, then? Things are okay? Ship shape? (laughs) What happened? (laughs) What happened? Something just dragged you through the woods. You were floating. You're bleeding from the mouth. You're being contorted. It took four of us to pull you down, and then you dropped the doll heads. God damn it. Let me look in your mouth. I am still under here. Get off of Faye, Jesus! She's She shouldn't be under me, why? I'm sorry. I was trying to save your life. We were trying to help. All right, all right. I'm staring at her eyes. Does she still look kind of crazed or maddened or? No more than normal. Her mouth is covered in, um, has some blood on her teeth uh, from the shot because it just didn't split her lip. It it, it, hit, it hit her. But for Vadim, Vadim, the, the eyelid of your daughter's doll is it, it's not staying open all the way. It's fluttering. That's the only damage to that one. And on your son's, the left cheek is cracked and some of the paint has gone. But other than that, they're intact. I put them in my pocket. What did I do? What did I say? Faye, you want to read that back? <laughs> yeah, Um. okay, so... <laughs> I'm only kidding. <laughs> I, I did. I did write Oof, stuff Al. down. <laughs> Oof, Al. Yeah. Ah! Um, <laughs> the scream. Faye, Faye gets up. She... Dusts herself off. She uh, grabs her notepad out of the snow, gives it a nice gingerly shake, pages to the spot that she was on, and she goes, you were in pain, clutched your abdomen, you said, ow. Well, you put a little bit more oomph into it, but you were like, ah. And then you got pushed, you got dragged, Catherine tackled you, I climbed on you like a spider monkey, Jack then came over and tackled us like he was a quarterback on a football team knocked both of us down your legs were still up your face shot to the side you were yelling couldn't make it out because i was under both you and jack yeah um it wasn't great that's the whole point is that it wasn't great and until you let go of those goddamn doll heads that's when everything got better Catherine, make a could you go ahead and make a medical roll oh good god okay make it a medical roll check out my split lip and my internals (laughs) uh success you look at ella the whole front of her is covered in blood. Oh, hard success. The whole front of her is covered in blood. Mm-hmm. It looks like she's had a miscarriage. Um, honey. <laughs> huh? Uh, I, I don't, I don't mean to be indelicate. Were you? You know she hasn't been. There's no oh, way. Oh, have well, we been together true, that long? You, you've been together yeah, weeks in Russia. I could have had you've a Russian lover like Jack. We just didn't talk about it. Let's go again. Ella, um, could you could you sit down? Are, are you sitting, Kayla? I, I have been sitting. I'm just kind okay. of been moving around, and I am in pain. Um, but she's like, uh, "Where's where's Vadim? Where did the where's the heads?" 
Ella, I don't Ella. want her to lose those. What? What? No. He has them. Look at me. Is there? I'm sorry if this is a personal question. I'm trying to keep her like eyes on my on my face. Hun, when was the last time you got intimate with a member of the opposite sex? That is quite an interesting question. Um. Yep. And just answer it for me, okay? Uh, well, there was an Italian lad, but that was uh, about a year ago. It's oh. been a, it's been oh. a while. Okay. Uh, she grabs her medical bag and it's like, "Holy mother of Mary! What the eyes up here? Eyes up here? I, okay. I, I I examine her. Is she okay? Where's this blood coming from? It looks like she had a miscarriage. No, I know, but like, so on my... her. So because Jack was on top of her, does Jack now look like he had a miscarriage too? You, I mean, you tackled her, Jack, and and it does. It's not instantaneous. It's it's just it's starting to seep into her clothes. Okay. She she channeled she. Think of the. I'm just trying to make sure everyone gets what's going on. Yeah, no. She channeled into the spirit of unborn, miscarried, and lost children. This spirit was not happy that somebody was attempting to break the mystery and get into its woods and see it. So she channeled the 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 children off the children's heads. Well, that would have been an, a miscarriage. So the first pain she felt wasn't Mika hitting her. It was the pain of miscarrying. And then as this other violence began, Mika was like, you know, stop looking at me. Stop trying to find me. Stop. This isn't for you. You're not supposed to be here type thing. And then all this has been happening. Her lip got split. She got pulled. So she's literally just in a situation where her body appears to have mimicked the moment of miscarriage. As gruesome as that might be, but that's that's the pain she felt. Okay. She went through that experience. Um, if what you need to get to the house, you, we got to get to the house. Room. We got to keep her warm. She needs to eat a I hot mean, meal. Yeah. Vodum needs to lay down. I could use some time to sit. We may not want to go in there, but we really need to get out of the snow so I can tend to everyone. Vodum, Vodum hears what Catherine's saying, and he says, "The house will be fine. There is no problem with it." I, I, I get up and I go to gather the wood again and I walk towards the cabin to go and light a fire in the fireplace. I'll follow Jack. Good plan. The house is almost exactly as Vodum described it when he was explaining to you where the table was, where the fu- the fireplace would be. The only difference is there's no, there's no rabbit stew cooking and there's no jackets currently hanging on the pegs on the wall. Other than that, Vodum, in his quick description, nailed it. There's a table... It would sit all of you there, real, you know, around it. It's basically a one room with that side lean to that that acted as, in, you know, that looks like a l- very large woodshed. So everybody gets inside, and Catherine starts heating water, you know, heating snow into water, and you know, helping Ella get more comfortable. And everybody gets into, you know, clothes that are that, that are dry. And Jack, do you want to go out and try to find food? I mean, you guys had some canned stuff and some other goods from. From the truck you were bringing with you, I know that. Yeah, I know we had seen uh, some hares and things like that, and and you said also foxes and things, correct? Yeah, there's at this time of night it's getting very dark, so it would be probably a little hard to hunt. But you know, you like I said, you have enough provisions to at least get through a night or two. Uh, so if you want to just heat up things on the on the you know on the fireplace or you know you find a pot, you find like an old cro- you know one that hangs you know near the, in front of the fire on that swivel handle that kind of sits there, so it you know it's not right. directly on the fire. Right. You, you, you could put food together for everybody to sustain with no problem. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. I'll prepare dinner. A hearty meal. Catherine, go ahead and start. Who do you want to try to help first, Catherine? The woman that looks like she had a miscarriage. So go ahead and do a medical roll. Success. Yeah. She, uh, I mean, there's nothing that leads you to believe anything otherwise. 
but you also understand that you know this was a fibroid could have could have happened there could there are many things that can go on with you know the the female body and its reproductive system that can cause a spontaneous situation to happen it doesn't just have to be however if it was you know if it was something like that it it, it was it was it's messy it's a bloody it's situation yeah but not to the point where i mean she looks peaked but she doesn't look like she's going to black out or anything she's not and the the situation is stemming like she says no i feel like i'm i'm getting better i'm i'm okay and you get everybody gets cleaned up that's fine yeah okay good privacy is done with you know just a curtain you know help put up everybody's nobody has to be in each other's business and everybody's able to eat and kind of Jack, do you uh, do you smoke at any point? Yeah, yeah, he's absolutely going to smoke, absolutely because of this. He, I'll say, he pulls out his pipe. Vadim, the smell of Jack's cigarettes mm-hmm. makes your skin crawl and makes you feel like you you smell that from that smell. And in this room, in this setting, it kind of makes your skin crawl. Like uh, I remember that he was smoking when Mika was here. I remember, I remember that. Like that's that's that that smell, and it's de- it's like it's a deja vu. One of those. Very much so. Vadim is just sort of like, he goes over to like a corner of the room and just sort of kind of off by himself, kind of turns himself away to the corner. And he's just, he finds himself kind of reaching his hand in his pockets and just sort of stroking the doll's heads. And he's just kind of mulling over everything that's gone on. I would like to sit with him and just put a light hand on his shoulder and just kind of gently squeeze it and just look at him and say, you all right? I don't think any of us have really asked you. It's been a really crazy past few hours. It uh, only seems like a few minutes to me. Just uh, minutes ago, I was was there with this man and changed my world. She's gone. Who's gone? I cannot say. Another time. It's too... It's not something I can admit right now. I've lost many people that are close to me. You don't have to talk. We can just sit. And I sort of nudge his bowl of food and I start eating mine and just sit in comfortable silence. Catherine, would you make me, where are you sitting, Catherine? At the table or you and Ella are, are all cleaned up and all set? So um, I'm at the table. My leg is propped up and I'm kind of just like resting like while awake, like a nurse on an overnight shift would do. Like I'm not sleeping. I'm, you know, just. Yeah. I'm resting. You're in that half down mode mm-hmm. where you're just kind of relaxed. Yeah. Trying to trying to take a breath. Like yeah. everybody's Ella, okay where- for now. And like, I don't need to be like, high alert. Let's go. Yeah. Ella, are you laying down now trying to get your strength back? I would say, yeah, she probably want to go near the fire because she's cold with the anemia of losing the blood. But this whole time she's kind of been in shock. And now like she's crying. She's crying because all the pain that she felt from like the miscarriage, it felt like she was actually losing a kid. So she's hugging her knees to her chest and just staring at the flames and you see tears coming out of her. And she's like, how tall was Mika? Vadim hears this from across the room. Yep. He kind of looks up and looks over at Ella and says, he was a giant. Seven, eight feet? At least. Bearded? Da. What was he wearing? Vadim kind of stares at her for a bit, and then he says, Ella, I am sorry. Haven't you had enough? I broke your dolls. I broke them. But he reminded me of someone. I heard the voice, I saw the shadow rise, and that presence, but I cannot place it, but I know it from something. 
What else happened in this dream? You... You were here. You knew this place, clearly. I just... What was... Did you say anything about what it looked like? Am I missing something? She's trying to find a puzzle piece that she doesn't understand that she needs, but she's like, she's trying to figure it out because she's in shock and doesn't know what to do with herself. Jack, where are you sitting? Are you out? Are you smoking outside, inside? I'm probably next to the um, next to the fireplace, stirring the food as it's heating up. That's only that leaves Catherine at the table, pretty much. Catherine, make me a spot hidden roll. It's a success. I'm just checking if it's hard. Catherine, there's something scratched on the table. A name, Mika. I don't know if you feel like you want to share that. If anything, she moves her bowl on top of it and doesn't say anything. We've been through enough. I understand. I think that's exactly a Catherine thing to do. Yeah, we're not going down this little path. <laughs> we're going to just keep that quiet nope. for a little bit. Vadim, for his part, does not respond to Ella. It's just, yeah, because Ella, Ella's going to keep fishing, right? Yeah, she's, she seems like, like she's seeking. and yeah, She's in a state of shock, and Vadim's in a state of shock trying to be quiet and just collect his thoughts about, you know, what do I do next? How, where do where are my kids? Where's my family? Yeah, yeah oh, this yeah. whole, it starts to unravel all of this. When you think that everyone is safe and then you're told they were on a boat and you weren't supposed to be on that boat and that boat is missing and that, what do you mean they were on the boat now? Is it missing? There's one single thing on his mind right now. Yep, Inco. That's, yeah, that's, that's all you got. I mean, that's the, that's where you got to figure out the situation with, with there. Team, the rest, the rest of the evening goes by with probably not a lot of words unless somebody's telling me they're doing something different. If you've been wounded, go ahead and take back an additional two hit points for sleeping overnight. So you're already on the mend. Anybody who has that. Uh, Vadim, you had just been... So what had happened, Vadim, is when the wolves attacked Jack and he got bit, one of them had knocked you backwards when you were trying to get to Jack and you had hit your head on the fender of the car and it had knocked you out. The damage was minimal. It was just a shock to your to the side of your head. So you you actually just have a, a slight you know cut but you're not in any way. Sh- it's like, you know, when someone just has a, co- a concussion or, or blacks out. So um, y- there's nothing that you need. It's really not a healing thing. It was just like Catherine said, you kind of had your eggs scrambled a little bit and you were just, she knew you'd come out. She was just not sure how long you were going to be in that state of, you know, in and out of, uh, of that situation. So hit point wise, you're fine. You're not, you're not down anything. Okay. Team, we're going to, this is where we're going to sleep for the night. I'm assuming because there's really no way to go out in the morning. The snow is still fairly thick. We know that the truck isn't working well, and you're not sure exactly how far you are from civilization, but this is a good, it, you know, you guys can bar the door from the inside. You've carried your weapons with you. You got Vadim to safety. Catherine, you know, has been able to get everybody sort of comfortable for the evening. Food has been dealt. Unless somebody's doing something specific or go, or wants to start a conversation about something specific, we're going to say this is probably where everyone would head to sleep. Anybody have anything that they want to go with before that? I think we all just need to take a nice long rest. Sleepy bobos. Yeah. yeah. Sleepy bobos. Not the big sleep, but just... <laughs> Ella? Yeah. Right as everyone's going to bed, if that's the consensus. Seems to be. Okay. I would have a blanket around me because the blanket of shock. And I would approach Catherine and go, I'm sorry. For what? You did say once that playing with this magic stuff would one day get me hurt or all of us hurt. Mm -hmm. I just want you to know I'm okay with being burned sometimes. It's, it's fine with me. I can take it. Catherine grabs the much younger and a little bit smaller Ella and pulls her in for a hug. It's not okay with me. Some people sing opera. 
I can stitch a sucking chest wound with my eyes closed and you do whatever the fuck this is and that's fine but opera and what I do don't hurt people I hope you learn from this today we don't need you to do that all the time if, if there's something in your head that like oh I'm not I once took a month-long vacation went to go stay with my uncle at his stupid summer house and and I didn't have anybody to fix I didn't have problems to solve and people to boss around and I went crazy I went crazy a little kid twisted his ankle on the beach I wasn't even his mother I stormed over and bandaged up his ankle before she even noticed I I went nuts what I'm trying to say is you have value without doing that because like I said this isn't opera singing you're gonna get yourself and the rest of us hurt you hear me i see your point and i know you're only listening to me with 50 percent of your sick and twisted little brain well it went from really touching to downright catherine <laughs> in about eight seconds <laughs> she but she chuckles like sardonically and goes yes and i understand that you think that all of this is madness and i will try my best to follow what you've said I just want you to have a penny for a thought. Did you honestly think you were going to finish this mission without actually encountering these sorts of things? Is it not better to have someone who may be able to undertake such a strain when others cannot? I will try to consider all of your feelings when I do these things. And that's what I was doing. Bottom wanted to know. I know. This one, this one, he asked you to do it. But this one hurt. And I'm telling you this because it's, I know it's not madness. It's why it scares me so much. It's why I hate it so much because it's not madness. It's real. I'd like it not to be. I shut my eyes to it and scream and kick and fight it, but it's real. That guy's name, that thing, its name's on the table. Was on the table. I (laughs) scratched it as best as I could and hit it when no one was looking, but... I'll never say it to them. Nor will I. Good, because he doesn't need that right now. No <laughs> one does. I mean, Jesus. Um, ugh, look, this you need to eat a super hearty meal the next couple of days and stay warm and rest and not do crazy things again. All right? God. Jack turns and looks over and just says very coolly with very dark eyes and very intensely says, We are at the brink. Perhaps we should step back. And then he turns back to the fire and he's clearly not there. He's clearly, something about this has kicked off a memory of being overtaken by spirits from from another time and another place. And he's clearly very bothered by this. This is such a moment. And we'll end with Faye is peacefully snoring. Okay. (laughs) Oh Um, my God. Everybody, that was awesome. Thank you so much, uh, listeners. Uh, thank you for joining us. We'll be back uh, soon uh, to continue more of this delicious soap opera, this pulp soap opera known as Cthulhu in Cairo. But uh, from all of us at the college, we want to say thank you for listening. Like, share, subscribe. Please do all those things that you need to do to help us keep uh, growing the show and sharing it with other people who are just as sick and twisted as you are. Uh, so from all of us, we just want to say thank you for tuning in, and we will see you next time. Good night, team. 
Thanks for listening to this episode of Cthulhu in Cairo. You can like, share, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. The music you're listening to is Return of the Mummy by the great Kevin McLeod. Join us next time to see where our intrepid explorers find themselves next.